0: welcome to the Zone. Welcome to the, Zeti Zone. Zeti Zone. Welcome to the Zone. Do yourself a big, big favor and start taking magnesium breakthrough before you go to bed. Nothing does more for stress than a great night's sleep. And magnesium is critical for getting deep and restorative sleep. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When you're low in magnesium, your stress goes up. And when you stress, it depletes your magnesium. So it's this cycle which drives home the importance of taking a great magnesium supplement. The reason I love Magnesium Breakthrough is is it's so effective because it's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium, all in each pill. Yes, you heard me right. Most magnesium supplements fail because they are synthetic and only contain one or two forms of magnesium. It's just not enough. When you get all seven critical forms of magnesium, that's when the magic happens. Pretty much every function in your body gets upgraded from your sleep to your brain, from stress to pain and inflammation. And magnesium is also vital for vitamin D absorption. I take two right before bed and have done so for the last year. So for an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash Zaddy. That's Mag magbreakthrough, dot com forward slash Zaddy. In addition to the 10% discount you're going to get by using that promo code Zaddy, you will unlock a special gift with the purchase for a limited time only. So go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash Zaddy now to get your gift i'm going to um, quote you now i want to talk about something you wrote you wrote to walk away from someone you care about who cannot meet your needs is one of the bravest acts you can do end of quote my question is how can we know when it's time to walk away
1: it's funny i get this question a lot um so there's there's a few ways And I do think that it's dependent on the relationship. So in other words, if this is a marriage or something comparable to that, right? If there's kids, if you've devoted a lot of your time and energy to this relationship, there's a whole lot invested, right? And let's just table, completely table abuse. Let's not even go there. This is not about that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I recommend people who are in that position of being married or been in a long-term partnership and they've invested a lot that you don't actually end the relationship until you take responsibility and you have to, I really think be guided in that responsibility. So it's really understanding like maybe they're not meeting my needs, but how well have I been meeting their needs? Do I even know what their needs are? Do I actually know what makes them feel safe? Do I actually know what makes them feel loved? Do I actually know what makes them feel significant and important? Do I actually know these things? Because one of the things that actually was shocking for me when I started doing relationship coaching, and particularly when I would work with couples is when I would ask someone like, so what are their needs? They didn't know how to answer that. I don't think you can leave a relationship that's been a very important and significant relationship to you without you being able to answer that question. Like you need to be able to answer that question because it can't just be about your needs not being met. Like you have to also meet their needs so I think that you have to have the scary conversations. I think whatever elephant is in the room, you got to stare it down and get rid of the elephant in the room. You have to start getting really honest with each other because people lie to each other all the time, mostly because they're lying to themselves all the time. And so I really recommend that before you throw in the towel on a relationship, that's, that's really important, especially like I said, if there's kids involved, and even if there's no kids involved, you got to get really honest with each other you have to start avoiding all the stuff that you've been avoiding and get it all out. Even after that, you might say, okay, well, this isn't changing. I actually do know what their needs are. I am putting in the work. This isn't, it's just not changing. Then you have to follow that instinct to leave. And it's scary because we will stay really long in something that's not working because to face what's on the other side of that is the unknown. And that's really scary. And some people that unknown is really intense. That could be a financial unknown. That could be all that, you know, that's like, it's, it's really big. And sometimes, you know, even if you don't, if it's not a long-term relationship, but it's a relationship that you've really wanted it to turn into something. And, you know, you had all these dreams like we, like we all tend to have in the beginning of what this relationship is going to turn into and, and the role it's going to play in our lives and, and the, and the voids that it's going to fill inside of us. Oh, we will always do that. We will always unconsciously. We all have voids. We all have parts of ourselves that, that feel not whole. And we will always look to someone to fill those holes until we realize, oh, they can't actually do that. <laughs> so to leave, to walk away is really brave because we'll be hit with, well, what if I don't find anything better? Well, what if this is, what if, you know, what if, what if what if this is the best that I can do? You know, what if I'm gonna be, what if leaving this means I have to be single for the next two years? You know, what if it means like, I won't have this kind of connection again, or I won't have this sex again. So it's really brave, but it's time to leave when you've really put in the work And the person is just not on the same page as you. It's time to leave when all you're getting is crumbs. It's time to leave when you're not on the same page. It's time to leave when, as strong as your connection was in the beginning, it's very clear that you want to live very different types of lives.
0: Yeah, I got a question from a follower about this. I noticed this term breadcrumbs. Is that your term?
1: No, I definitely did right? not make that okay. up. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, somebody asks, uh, asks um, how do I let it be known in my relationship that I'm only getting breadcrumbs and I need more commitment?
1: Hmm. You ask for what it is that you want. Mm. And you just say... This is what I'm observing. You know, I really want this to be something more than what it is currently. I need more of a commitment. And this is the kind of relationship that I want and I'm committed to creating with someone. And I'm not getting that feedback from you that that's what you want to. So can we have a talk about it? because this is what i need.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. Particularly i have a relationship that i i want and it's not here. You know, that's really powerful. I don't often hear that.
1: Yeah, i said that once to someone and i said, you know, i know the kind of relationship that i want and this isn't it. And that was the moment for me at that time where i was like, oh, this is actually easier than I thought to walk away from because this is just not what I want. And, but so many people, especially younger women are afraid to declare that because they will just hang on because they don't want to lose that person. But that's why it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage, but you have, you have to, I mean, the alternative is worse. Like to be in something where you, where you feel like you're being breadcrumbed to be in something where someone is not committing to you. Like that sucks. I don't know how, I mean, please love your life single more than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's a beautiful definition of bravery is to boldly face the unknown. And that's what leaving a relationship does. And people are like, oh, what if I'm single for two years? As if that's the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's like, you know, but also <laughs> it is. But if it's unknown to you, you know, there's that story of Camelot or it's, and it's the story of the, the, the round table of knights or something. And they've got, to go, they've got to go into the forest and they all go in different directions. And they cho- how they choose where they go into the forest is based on which part of the forest is darkest to them. And that's what bravery is. It's like, where is Mm -hmm. it scariest to you?
1: Mm -hmm. Where
0: is most horrifying? Single for two years?
1: Go for it. Do it. it. That scares
0: you? Like, it's probably good that you figure out how to be alone if you're so afraid of being alone that you'd rather be with somebody who doesn't meet your needs Yes. in order to avoid that.
1: Yes. Well said. Exactly.
0: I want to talk to you about um, you deal with a lot of couples and are there any communication traits that you particularly see that – are a sign that a relationship is not doing well?
1: Dismissiveness. So sometimes that looks like an eye roll. Sometimes mm. that looks like, you know, a gesture like you don't know what you're talking about kind of thing. Dismissiveness. Mm. That's when I see that. And I work more, I transition my work m- more to work with individuals than with couples, but I've worked with a fair amount of couples and I work with individuals on the relationships. But yeah that is a very clear sign that that relationship is very much on the rocks is the dismissiveness because if you're not listening to your partner if you don't think what they have to say is valid if you're so on the defensive on the defense that you're not even honoring their perspective or their feelings about something that's when things get really rough Mm. that dismissiveness would be the f- first and most important thing that comes to mind in terms of a communication pattern where people are on the rocks.
0: Yeah. It's quite a, it's also like an eye roll is contempt. It's always oh, yeah. like disgust. It's it's, like, it's, oh, it's, and that's like, part like, it's
1: of like, it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's part of the contempt and and the resentment and disgust. And it's just, it's a big F you basically the eye rolling. And for some people, it's just a real, Mm. it's a, it's a habit. Like they just do that all the time and they really need to, they need to snap out of that pattern because it's a terrible relationship skill. (laughs) It's a terrible people skill. Mm,
0: Yeah. It's like people who, when they, when you answer them something, when you are discussing or arguing with them, the minute you start to answer their question, they shake their head. That is so irritating. You can't possibly be listening to what I'm saying. You've already made up your mind about what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so disrespectful. Right, but I could just I could just go into I could shift my sentence completely and go in the opposite direction of what I'm saying and you'd still be left shaking your head. You're not listening. Yes. You're not yes. taking in what I'm saying. And uh that can be a terrible communication habit. I mean, I I'm, of course we notice it in fights. Like what's our go-to of like when we're really pissed off and when we're really upset, what do we do at those moments? I run and you know, my wife can like she can she can kind of spit, you know. She's like, Dah! and like it's like, oh, you know. You when she's like, angry, this isn't worth. It. Yeah, when she's mm-hmm. angry, like it'll just it'll just be a little like a like a spiteful foom, mm-hmm. which you know it's yeah. fiery.
1: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I run. Okay, you know, But yeah. just
0: being aware of what those what those instincts are, you know, and because the the, cause the, ro- the eye roll would become an instinct, it be, become a habit, it'd be a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you're saying that like you run, like you literally run away when there's conflict, and she wants to go right for it's it. It's not is
0: when it- there's conflict. Uh-huh. I can handle conflict. I can't handle uh, fighting. If if I yeah. feel like the because I of course what I what I feel about fights, I think, think fights are good, but when they when they're just purely for punchings' sake, and I can tell that it's like your it was your fault. It was your fault. No, it was your fault. It was your fault. I'm like this is going to go nowhere. I'm going to leave. And what I've heard and what I've understood, because I've I've talked to a few people about it, is stop and communicate that you're going to leave because nothing c- good can be can come of this right now. I'm going to go away for half an hour, and when I come back, I- I'll be better suited to be able to talk about this with you in a calm manner.
1: Yeah, it's about- what I would do
0: is not communicate it at all.
1: Yeah, and then what you trigger in her is an abandonment wound, even if she doesn't even realize it, you know, because. Mm taking a break is really good. The promise of return is what's really important and taking a break is really important because when we're in the midst of that, we're not, we are in our lower reptilian mind, we are in fight or flight. And so we can't actually have a rational conversation in that moment. It's actually impossible. And those are the moments where people say the things to each other that they later regret. And that's when we, it's like, we're no longer in those moments two people are no longer fighting. It's not you and your wife that are fighting. It's the monster that she's projecting onto you. It's the mo- monster that you're projecting onto her. Your emotional wounds are fighting. Your story about her is fighting her story about you and their worst moment is fighting. It's no longer Luke and your, and, and his wife actually fighting. It's like, you've been, you're both possessed. So taking that break is actually wonderful. But like you said, yeah, being able to say, I'm like, and men get flooded. This is John Gottman's work. Men actually get much more flooded emotionally. Their, their blood pressure goes up much faster and higher than a woman's when he's under that kind of stress. So to Mm -hmm. be able to say like, I don't want to say things that I'm going to regret and even and, 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 and say, just like you said, like, even if there's like a code word that you guys can come up with, like where it's like someone says that and it's like, okay, timeout, you each go to your corners and you give the promise of return. And that, if you can do that, That's actually going to raise your self-esteem so much inside of the relationship because those are moments where you're actually taking on some leadership in the relationship. You're like, I'm taking control Mm. and doing what's best for us in this moment by me stepping away. And I'm going to reassure and say that I'm going to return because we all are fearful of abandonment. So anytime, you know, we experience our lover or partner saying, you know, I'm leaving It's impossible to not, and this isn't cognitive, it's something that we feel in our bodies, it's impossible to not experience that as I'm being left. That's it. I'm being discarded.
0: I love what you just said about, you know, to get to feel self-esteem about your own leadership of a relationship or even just your own behavior. Yes. Where you get to go, I'm doing the right thing by us, I'm doing the right thing by me. Yes. And there is a self-esteem that comes with that, that no one ever, we don't ever really hear about, like just doing the right thing, doing the best thing for you that can really raise your, your self-worth, your self-feeling, your, you know, how you feel about yourself. That means a lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because so many people think, well, I have to be single to raise my self-esteem, like, or, or like, I have to leave this relationship because my self-esteem is not, you know, where it should be. No, you learn Mm -hmm. how to raise your self esteem inside of the relationship by doing things differently than you have before, so that you earn esteem for yourself by actually do stepping out of your, you know, monkey mind, your reptilian mind, your teenage self, your three year old self and stepping into a part of you that's your higher mind or your adult self. In those moments are the moments that you actually start to feel better about yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think we talk about that. It almost made me think that, you know, how people say, oh, people don't change. It's actually like actually changing and, and shifting your behavior and trying something different that you never tried, despite all the habits that you've built up since you were three onwards. Maybe that's what you need. What's up, sexy zaddies? Let's talk red light. Do you have wrinkles? Yes, I do. Sore muscles? Yes, I do. Psoriasis, eczema, scoliosis, migraines, sleep problems, arthritis, acne, scar tissue, wound healing needs. Well, red light therapy could be very, very helpful to you. I've been using red light for many years now and I recently got myself a handy mini red light from Boncharge. It's about the size of my palm. You may have seen, I put it on my stories. I um, I put it on my face, I put it on my chest and I put it on my balls. I had lots of questions from a lot of people the other day when I put a story up of me with this thing in my pants. Anyway, it's amazing for testosterone and hormone health if you're interested, but it's amazing for a lot of things. 10 to 20 minutes each day. It contains both near-infrared and red light. It's designed in Australia. It's sleek, beautiful, lightweight design. They come in a range of sizes. There's the Mini, which I've got. There's a slightly bigger one than that, which is the Demi. And then there's the Max and the Super Max, which is designed to hit the whole body at once. Boncharge, ship worldwide in rapid time. Easy returns and exchanges. 12 months warranty on all red light devices. But Bond Charge don't just do red light therapy. They do low blue light bulbs, perfect for night time, you know, by your bed type lamps, blue light blocking glasses, EMF protection products, infrared sauna blankets. So if you're looking into those, instead of getting a big sauna, which costs like $5,000, these ones are much more cost effective. And, and, and blackout sleep masks, super handy stuff. Go to bondcharge.com forward slash Zaddy and use coupon code Zaddy to save 15% off. That's bondcharge, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash Zaddy to save 15%. XOXO, Zaddy. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Zaddy Zone, I encourage you to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. And if you feel so generous, please write a review. Say how much you loved it. Um, I only want to provide value to you, and I hope you're feeling some value by listening to it. We're not asking for any money. Just a nice old rate, review, subscribe. XOXO. Saddy.